Dan, I have to admit something. I am worn out. Really? Well, worn out. Let me tell you something. I have to admit, I am worn out as well. <laughs> well, you didn't let me finish. The reason I'm worn out is because I've been watching you. Oh, yeah. Well, then that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. I have been watching you. You've had a small project <laughs> in your wood yard, and this small weekend project has now become a lengthy protracted event in your <laughs> uh, in your wood yard. Yeah, it's it's been drawn out a little bit longer than a weekend, unfortunately. Yeah. But it is complete. So it is complete now? I'm done. Yes, I am done. Okay, well, that's good to hear. If everyone is curious, first off, this is Joe and Dan uh, with the Woodhounds. Thank you for listening to us here on this beautiful Wednesday morning. I am a YouTube channel called Ohio Woodburner, and Dan is a YouTube channel called Back 40 Firewood. And we have started this podcast here just to expand our interest area to a new medium. And the podcast is now the largest firewood podcast in the world. We're excited to say that. And we continue to share parts of our days <laughs> with all who can stay awake and listen to us babble. <laughs> Very well described. Yes, exactly right. Perfect. Yeah, so yeah, so Dan has a large project that he has been on and we've all been following with morbid interest. And I've been talking to him in between where he puts videos up about the progress he's making. <laughs> so we thought <laughs> we would talk about this today, not as much from just having a project, but about the specific project. Cause I think there's a lot of people out there that have an interest in these, these carports. They're very useful. They're very practical. You can use them for anything. Yeah. I, I was actually surprised at how much interest there was and how much feedback I was getting and questions and people just leaving comments saying, I'm watching this just to see how it goes because I'm considering purchasing one or I've already ordered one and I'm preparing to myself for what's in store. Yeah. I see carports everywhere. And some people that would have a house with a garage and a driveway, you'll see a carport on the side of the house. I've seen them for, they've put them over playgrounds or just outdoor areas. I see them at retail locations where they'll just use them for outside storage just to, or to get anything under a roof. They're very practical. And it's just like a large metal framework with a tin roof on it is that fair yes. to say yes and the 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 brand that i went with was versatube and just to get this out there right away i'm not sponsored by versatube i wasn't i'm not affiliated with them in any way i bought this with my own money just out of doing research and deciding to go with the DIY approach of putting this together and putting it up myself instead of hiring someone to come in and build me a small pole barn. <laughs> <laughs> so let me just ask you right away. Now that you've built this, would you have second thought hired someone to build it for you? 
<laughs> if I ever have to build another one, I will not be building it. <laughs> Someone else will be building it for me. Oh, wow. So are you saying, is it, was it more involved than you thought or just physically taxing or what's the deal here? And, and I, yeah, I, I don't want to make that sound like this is impossible for anyone to do. I'm just saying like my experience, my skill level, it was just not, you know, up to par of uh, putting together metal buildings. And it was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of work just laying everything out, putting all these screws in, like hundreds and hundreds of screws. Yeah. And then once the frames were together, um, just being able to manipulate them around and set them in place. I mean, I had me and my wife who, if I would have had like someone else helping me, it maybe would have went easier, but it was a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, were there any injuries? Because I know you're working with metal. There's always sharp burrs or, or sharp edges. Uh, any injuries take no, place? No, just, just minor ones. Like sometimes the... Um, the self-tapping screws, I would be putting too much pressure on them and they'd slip off and I'd like, I nicked my, my skin off my finger. And then one time we were attempting, before we realized that we couldn't lift these frames up, we were trying to lift one up and I set it down and it kind of fell onto my arm and I had a big bruise from that. Oh my. <laughs> but otherwise, uh, not, no major injuries. So this carport, the VersaTube, I, I think it's just, you could just call it a big boy's erector set, probably. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, you're putting pieces of the puzzle together. You probably didn't have to cut much with a saw. It's all just slide it in and uh, get the self-tapping screws into it. Is that, yeah. is that about yeah. right? Yep. Everything fits together. Everything, like everything up until putting the steel sheets on the roof that's where i started running into issues everything up until then was very easy very straightforward um, and just for context you know the size that i went with was 18 feet wide 30 feet long and 12 feet high that's pretty high off the ground yeah especially for someone who doesn't is not a fan of heights <laughs> what's 12 feet the peak um, or like where the gutters would go? Where where the gutters would go. So inside on the trusses, the, the clearance of the, the lowest point of the truss is like 11, 11. So like it's almost 12 feet to those, to that clearance. Uh-huh. All right. And you're th saying that the height is what made things super difficult for you? Well... So, yeah, so putting the you put all of the the trusses together, which is like just a big frame that sits in the base, and then you have to stand these things up and slide them down onto the base, and so that's where we just couldn't get these things lifted up. And then once I figured out a way to get the trusses up, um, my options were I was going to go buy like a twelve foot step ladder which would have taken me forever to climb up and down each time to put the curlings <laughs> on. And, and then I reached out to my good friend and urban logger, Rick, who was kind enough to lend me his, uh, his lift. Uh, he, he brought that over, dropped it off, and that made the world of difference. Oh, wow. There's always a tool out there that makes the life so much easier. 
Yes. <laughs> so what is the package like though? When VersaTube delivers it, is, is it got everything you need? Is everything in there? You know, do they give you the directions and they, they all make sense? Anyone with just basic mechanical knowledge can do this. Yeah, it's, it was, it was pretty, pretty straightforward. Once I placed my order, uh, I was emailed the instructions and like this guide that I could kind of look through and, and, you know, kind of get a sense of what I needed to do. And then the frame and all of the components to the frame that shipped within, I think 10 business days of being ordered. And then the steel for the roof shipped in another pallet. So that arrived like a week later. So two pallets come delivered right to the end of my driveway. The, the steel frame driver, he did not have a way to unload. So I had to use my tractor. But then the, the other delivery of the steel sheeting, that guy had like one of those little piggyback things, that, the pallet forks that go on the end of the truck and he'd drop, drop them down and drive it off. And So he was able to yeah. load, unload it and put it right where I wanted it. So do you think that's an arrangement you would make with the delivery service for tailgate service or the, or would a homeowner would need a machine to unload the pallets? I think it all depends on like the luck of the draw with your drivers, like the contracted delivery drivers, because I yeah. was, I, they called me confirmed, you know, a time and a day. And then they asked if I had a way to unload it. Um, and then when the driver came, I ended up talking to him and he said, sometimes what ends up happening is people will need to like unload pieces of the trusses from the truck to get it light enough to like lift it up, to slide it onto a truck or, you know, yeah, it's one way or the other to get it off. I'd imagine that's pretty heavy. Yeah. It was like 1500 pounds. The pallet was. Yeah. But man, you got to secure that to the ground. Cause you just made yourself the world's largest kite. <laughs> if there's some big wind that comes in, right? Well, so this is so this is where things like are a little interesting because I'm not sure um just the way that it arrived and the way I put it together, you can either anchor it into concrete or you can anchor it right to the ground. But either way, it still got a little like wobble to it. And yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I've I've been getting feedback on people saying that I need to just put some some cross bracing in or that I can contact VersaTube and they actually sell like a kit for cross bracing. Uh -huh. I don't know. I got to figure something out though, just to, to make it a little more rigid and to, um, yeah, just to hold it down. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's pretty heavy. I would also think too, that once that is built and it's all completed, if it isn't secured to the ground, you could probably move that and slide it into different parts of your yard, couldn't you? Yes. And I think that's one of the uh, ways that a lot of people, that's why they don't like anchor them into concrete or, or put them on like a footing and, and really tie it into one spot because you then have the flexibility to, yeah, move it around. Maybe something changes and you want to, you know, slide it over. So it's next to a different building. Um, sure. You know, the options are there. Uh-huh. So when you sit back now and look at it, are you satisfied? Yes. Yes, I am. I am I'm happy I went this way. Uh it you know, it, it was very cost effective as well. I paid just a little over five thousand dollars 
for the set for everything. And I think my lowest bid that I had for the pole barn was like 20 grand. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I saved myself a lot of uh, costs and labor. However, yeah, it was a lot of work and it was just more, I, I ended up, my frame somehow ended up being a little off square. So my steel sheeting doesn't Ugh, quite that's line be up. Frustrating. Yeah, it, it was just. <laughs> I was thinking too, when, okay, you have your frame built and now you want to start laying that sheeting on. Man, if you're off just an eighth, by the time you get to the other side, you're off by a foot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then if you're climbing up and down with a ladder, just by having the ladder leaning against it is going to make it move, uh, you know, off. It's got to be hard to get it to be square. Right. It, and that's yeah. that's one one thing why I'm glad I, I didn't have to use the ladder and I had the lift. But yeah, one if you're off a fraction of an inch, it ends up multiplying every sheet you put on. And that's what I found out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But it's nothing that's like super noticeable unless you really look for it. So it's not, I mean, it's just cosmetic, you know, and, and no one's going to be, I'm not like having a parade of homes back in my wood yard <laughs> come walking through and look at my craftsmanship or anything. <laughs> yeah. So do you have an idea what you want to do with it now, or is it a blank slate still? You try, you, you sit back there and you're looking and you're thinking, I need to put this here and put that there. Well, that's, that's the interesting thing is I've, I've kind of started thinking now I had an idea in mind of where I was going to put like the Easton made splitter, the Wolf Ridge splitter, my bundle station. But now I've got a few different ideas of how things might possibly fit because I can actually fit my tractor between the trusses. So Ooh. I could drive in and like, you know, arrange almost like things perpendicular inside the building. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And then maybe stringing solar lights through the rafters and putting a lot of lighting underneath it. Yes. Yep. Going to have to put up the lighting and who knows, maybe, uh, maybe like a, ceiling fan for those hot days to just keep the airflow moving <laughs> <I'm just Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but i do want to potentially add on like a lean-to on one side for some storage so that will help uh -huh. you know keep things i guess structurally sound and anchor it down as well All right. so you like the versa tube um when i am out driving around out here in my part of the country there's these little pop-up locations where they'll have about 20 sheds sitting in like a, a a closed down gas station or something and it's uh you know someone's selling these sheds and there'll always be a carport in there that's for sale also um they look to be kind of flimsy but they're also um put together <laughs> yeah uh is that an option though with versatube are there any that are out there that are already put together and that you could just have them delivered like that? I'm not sure if that would be an option from VersaTube, but potentially an option like from a, you know, second, second hand, like somebody that's already owned it and is selling yeah. it. Uh, and, and some of those, I mean, you can get them like eight feet wide, 10 feet wide. So some of the smaller ones, I think you could keep together and then just move like on a trailer or, you know, yeah. Some way, but so VersaTube has an excellent reputation, or they're an A plus kind of company. 
And that's where a lot of these shed companies, I mean, it all comes down to who, who owns it, I guess. But I don't trust a lot of these guys because I'm always thinking I need to get one of those over top of my processor. Um, but I, hearing you and knowing what you went through to get that thing put together, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I have it in me <laughs> or it would take me, uh, you know, you'd have to send a picture of it to my nursing home to let me know that it's finally put together. <laughs> <laughs> but then the other thing is buying one from one of these other places. And I just don't trust them. I don't know. Um, yeah. but I can't help but think that. You know, you have the puzzle pieces, you slide it all together, but it's got to be driving those self-tapping screws. That's got to, your arm and wrist and elbow has got to be killing you after a while, hasn't it? Oh, yes. It gets to be very monotonous. And like, I think each of the sections had 115 screws that you needed to put in. And that was just the, the frame and the truss and then, oh. and then the, the, the roof and everything. Yeah. What did you use? A battery powered uh, driver or yep. electric or what was it? A battery powered uh, impact driver, which luckily I had two batteries. So I was always swapping, you know, one, one would be charging while I'm using one. And do you feel that it survived this experience and it's still a good tool or did it wear it out? Uh, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering if you should budget yourself a new, um, you know, cordless driver like that, because you'd think that you could probably throw that in the garbage when, when you're done building it. <laughs> yeah. I've had this one for a while. So if it does, I've, I've been planning to uh, upgrade. So if, if this one does clunk out on me, it's no big deal. Yeah. So what, what, what are the list of tools that you needed uh, to do it? Uh, you need, well, they recommend like a step ladder, um, a, a rubber mallet if you need to pound some stuff together, your impact driver or drill, and that's about it. It's like the tubes all slide together real easy. I didn't have any. Uh, they did warn in the instructions that sometimes you might have to take a screwdriver and kind of bend some of the, the slots so they fit together better, but all of mine fit together great. And then it's just a matter of putting down the, the, the brackets where they need to go and driving in those screws. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so, but it's fair to say that you're going to stick with firewood. You're not going to open up a carport construction company no, anytime soon. No chance. <laughs> no chance at all. <laughs> if, and if I'd have to do it over, I probably wouldn't have gone 12 high. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm still wondering if it's going to be a benefit to have the, the height for like sound. So like, it's not so loud inside and right. just for running the conveyor. And I think it might not be as hot in the summer because there's more room for the air, the hot air to go up. I don't know. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Did they talk about the color roof to choose and like a white roof or a black roof, you know, creates different temperatures underneath during different times of the year? No, I, I didn't really look into that at all. They had options and I just picked the, the charcoal color. Just yeah. I would I, just think that like a, a white roof would be better in the summertime, wouldn't it? You know, it would, re, it would reflect the heat. I think so, yeah. And yeah. maybe not radiate it through to you because that's still a tin roof and it's not, you know, it conducts heat pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell uh -huh. you, I was, I was kneeling on it and it was hot. <laughs> 
Was it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How about your neighbors? Have there been any discussions with them? Are they upset with this? Uh, I haven't heard anything from them. I did. I did have to get a permit to put this up. Uh, and that was one of the things that kind of made me decide what size, uh, carport I went with. If I would have went larger than this, if I would have went 20 feet wide, then I would have needed a special permit that would need approval from my township and the county before, because we have a weird thing here with zoning where you can only have so many square footage of outbuildings. Uh Uh-huh. So that I would have went over my limit and I would have needed a special permitting process. So that kind of drove my whole 18 by 30 size. And actually this I think is the perfect size because I can still drive around each side and through the center. And so I think it's going to work out good. Were, did any inspectors come out to look at it or are they, are they going to? No, with the permit I needed, it's just a, it's just a, a like a land use permit. You just have it's it's just a way for them to know what you're doing. I had to submit a, a site plan to make sure I was far enough back from any lot lines, and then it didn't need because it's a carport type structure. Yeah. It didn't need any inspection. Sure. And then it seems to me too that if you were putting this onto like a perfectly flat driveway or a concrete slab. That would make life easier for you. Now, where your yard is, okay, it's flat, but it's not like perfectly flat, right? And that has to have played a role in keeping it square and all. Yeah, that that was the big the big uh, (laughs) the big X factor. And yeah, Yeah. if you were constructing this on a flat concrete pad or like in your wood yard where it's nice and flat, and you know, it's it you'd have a lot easier time squaring everything up. I, I I had to get, you know, I think my one side is a little higher than the other as well. Yeah. So yeah. Lots of things at play. Yeah. And now here's a weird thought. What if the day comes and you're just done with all this and you would just love to have that carport out of your life? How is it could that be disassembled? relatively easy you think or would it you know all those joints that they kind of get crimped together or something too you know i think it would come apart fairly easy and i think what you could end up doing then is uh because you only put screws in on one side of the frame so in theory you could take this apart put it back together using the other side of the steel frame and screw into that and have you know fresh steel to drive Uh, your screws into uh uh-huh and then the those self-tapping screws, do they work pretty good? Yes and no. I, it's, it's just some of them were, some of them went in super easy and some of them, oh my goodness, just, it was just a struggle. Like, they just sit and spin. Huh? Sit and spin and, <laughs> and like I had a crease in the, uh, in my, on my hand between my thumb and my pointer finger just from pushing the, the impact. Yeah, I bet. did you have any of them that went in and then stripped out you know they didn't tighten they were just bottomed out and just spun i did not i did not have that so that that was one good thing yep that that was a good thing and if you had to estimate dan how many screws do you think are in your carport (laughs) uh over a thousand (laughs) 
Are you I serious? Think, I think easily. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. I can see where you, your mind said the heck with this before your body gave out and you just oh, went inside. Yeah. And, and I'm one of those people that, <laughs> you know, I was excited. I was looking forward to this. I was, you know, really motivated yeah. to get this done. And then you get to that point, like, where all of a sudden, like when I ran into the trouble with the steel not lining up on the roof, I, you know, then I started getting a little frustrated. And then I get to the point where like, I just want this over with. I just want to be done yeah. with it and move on. Did you have any throwing tools moments making this? No, no. <laughs> Luckily, I did not. But I had <laughs> and you and your and you and your wife are still married. Is yep. that right? And <laughs> I had plenty of moments where I would be up in this lift trying to put a screw in, and it would fling off the. You know, the, I'd push too hard; it'd fling off and go down on the ground. And so I'd always have to, <laughs> I don't know how many screws I picked up off the ground that I went in. and I, I made sure though, to like mentally make a note of everyone that went down and then I would go and find it. Yeah. So I, I, I'm a 99% certain there's no missing screws that I'm going to find with my tractor tire. <laughs> I think you need to get a metal detector and spend a couple hours just walking around looking for loose, loose problems. Well, my son has a metal detector. The only thing I'm, I, I don't know is that when you, you know, when you use those self-tapping screws, you get all those little shavings of, of right. steel. So I don't know if that would pick that up or not because that's, there's a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that sounds exciting and you're excited because it's done, but it's done, but it's not done. Right. You, now you got to accessorize. That's it's right. never going to be done. <laughs> no, it's always going to be trying something a little different with either arranging the equipment or where I'm going to be splitting from, how I'm going to bring wood into it. And like I said, I want to add on a lean-to on one side for sure. And I had yeah. this little shelter that I built to put my splitter in last year. And I'm thinking of like putting that on the one corner and somehow connecting it. So we'll see. How about a windbreak or use your IBC totes that are full and stack them along like one wall you know yeah i'm gonna do that i already actually have one on one of the corners uh, just right. to kind of weight that down and then i did take some old steel that i had from uh, a year or two ago that were big long 12 foot sheets like two foot wide and i put those down each side to kind of stiffen it up a little bit yeah so i've already made some modifications and trying to get it more structurally sound okay <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a very useful uh, episode for me because I have been looking, you know, and I just know what I can and can't do. And I know what I want to do and what I probably don't feel like doing. So that's probably <laughs> why I've been dragging my feet on making this decision because I can see like months and months of episodes of just this bare steel frame partially Skeleton. done <laughs> <laughs> with a stack of, of corrugated roof over in the corner. <laughs> but I think it would serve you very well in your sit setup because you could go, you know, the long way you could have almost everything under shelter down there. For yeah. You. So I think it, you should look into it. Uh, maybe I will. 
or maybe I won't. I, I <laughs> want to find, I'd like to find one that's already made, but there's like a lot of specifics that I would need for it to work under my, or over top of my processor. Cause those, those uh, doors open up the lids and they are pretty high up in the air. So it's gotta be a little bit taller than normal. And I think that it might work better if the peak is running perpendicular to the machine, to the, you know, the input and output of the machine. Oh, so you'd have your yeah. conveyor going out the side. Yeah. The conveyor yep. would be out the side of it. So I would have to, and I'm not good with my visualization. I would need someone with some mechanical aptitude to sit back and look at this and tell me if I see this the right way. <laughs> That's what I needed before I started. <laughs> <laughs> And then if I were to ever build one of those, it would look like it came out of a cat in the hat book when I'm done with it. <laughs> It'd be leaning the one side and have all these jagged edges sticking out. Oh, that's, that's almost what mine looks like. It's, it's got, a, it's, got it's got character. Let's just say that. It's got <laughs> yeah. When you invite people over to look at it and you're showing it off, you're looking at the big gap up in that one corner that the other people don't notice. Right. <laughs> this here is a mighty fine looking carport. I tell you what, <laughs> look over this way, please. <laughs> all right. Well, Dan, thanks for sharing that with us. I was anxious to hear all about this. I'm glad that you got it uh, put all together. You have all your fingers and all your skin in place. Yeah, it's it's I'm glad to be done with it. I'm happy that I have it, though. It's it was a it was a fun experience. And yeah. thanks for everyone who gave me feedback on the videos and sent me messages. And it was like I said, it was there was a lot of interest in seeing how this would all come together. And I don't know if the interest was more in how the <laughs> building would come together or how I could screw it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like that train wreck you can't take your eyes off of. Right. <laughs> I'm sure there was plenty of people saying, oh, my gosh. This guy yeah. is going to try putting this together? Oh. <laughs> You're kidding me. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, if you want to see the build and process and the final build, tune into Dan's uh, YouTube channel, Back 40 Firewood. And make sure you leave him a comment that you learned about this on the Woodhounds podcast. Yes, the number one firewood podcast in the world. Yes. Are we really? I never knew that. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I think it's now we're up to the universe. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Dan, how about let's strike up the band and I'll let you get back to your, the final touches on your, on your construction there. Yeah. I got to go, like I said, figure out where I'm going to put the splitter and, and start doing some production. My production's have been wow. down putting this building up. All right, and I'm going to go upstairs and sit on the couch in the air conditioning, and I'll uh, dream up a carport solution for my firewood processor. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you back here on your whatever platform you listen to podcasts, 5 a.m. every Wednesday morning, The Woodhound. Yeah. And if you get a chance, guys, look for the rating, the stars on your um, the platform that you're listening to your podcast. And uh, go ahead and rate us if you wouldn't mind. Uh, a five star would be nice, but be honest and, and uh, rate us what you, what you feel like. We would really appreciate it. And it does help out our channel in being uh, seen 
and, and coming up in searches from other people. So Dan, how about let's just tell everyone to stay safe and be cool and have a great day. <laughs>